Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. We got a message in the other night. And um, we were doing a topic uh, about, oh yeah, was the man the head of the household because there was research uh, by CSO and all that kind of carry on. And we received a message uh, while talking about gender roles in relationships and how couples should share everything, including finances and financial decisions. I read out the message and the man then decided to email us the full story. Uh, You may remember I talked about it briefly the other night with two callers um, who said that he should get out of that relationship, right? And there's no doubt about that if you listen to this email, but the problem is he has young kids. But I'll read, I'll read out the email he sent to me. And he says, uh, Hi, thank you very much indeed for reading out my text. I thought I would explain myself in full detail. Um, please, can you discuss controlling females on the air? All we hear about is controlling men. I'm married 17 years and have three children and feel trapped in a relationship for the sake of my children. My wife is a stay-at-home wife who uses every excuse not to get a job, even though the kids are older now and can walk home from school and look after themselves quite independently. I've been a provider since the day we met and I'm proud of the fact that I have given my wife and my kids a good life and they've never wanted for anything. I earn a very good wage, thankfully, and can afford all the bills and money worries are not really an issue in our home. We've had a beautiful home, we've two cars, two holidays a year. I know you think this all sounds great, but it's not. And I have a secret that embarrasses me as a man. Uh, We have a single joint bank account and my wife controls all the finances. And to be honest, because I'm so busy in work, it kind of suits me uh, most of the time. Uh, But the problem is I have no money. I'll be honest, I'm so depressed because of this. I'm not allowed to make any financial decisions. I don't drink. I never go to a pub or out with my friends as I'm quite a private person anyway. But on the odd occasion that I need to go somewhere or go somewhere with work or socially, I have to go cap in hand like a child and ask for money in the hope that I might get a 50, but usually it's just a 20 that's handed to me. Why would anyone or why would you need any more than that is what I'm usually told. If I need money for petrol, uh, for a leap card, I am questioned about it. Where, uh, where the last 20 I was given went already and why have I spent it already? I do have an ATM card but can't use it as she sees everything and used to question me about everything that I spent in town or maybe a euro or so, or a few euro on lunch. Uh, so I just stopped using it as it wasn't worth the arguments. Um, it's got to the point now I feel guilty spending money and have my, I have my excuses ready all the time. I've confided in a friend recently and he's told me that I need to get away, uh, but I can't leave uh, the kids as it would destroy their lives and destroy mine not having them around me anymore. I feel like a stranger in my own house. There is little or no intimacy in our relationship. My wife is very much focused on her needs and I never have, uh, and I've never questioned any of her purchases ever. Uh, She has the best of everything and I never ever question it, but every time I need to spend money, she questions it. Every time I ask for money, I feel like a beggar and I'm usually handed 20, or 20 euro um, and just pawned off. I'm wondering, am I the only one in this situation? And can you get advice for me? Now, that's a shocking situation because it's kind of control, isn't it? The wife sounds like a complete and utter narcissist. Um, she sounds like a very controlling woman. Um, there's no, no doubt about that. She seems to have everything her own way and the world seems to revolve around her and not him. He's the provider, yet he has no money. Um, and I suppose the question I really want to ask you is, is if you have any advice from, or maybe you've been in that situation. And look, it's easy. I look, I'm looking at the text coming in already. And yeah, the word whipped is coming in. Yeah, I see that. And that's fair enough if you want to say that. But that's not going to help him, is it? It's not going to help him to slag him off, 
is what I'm saying. So I think he wants advice because it's clear that he's afraid to leave the relationship because he will lose his children. He would end up in a situation where he's living separately. He'd have to ask for access to children, all the courts, all that kind of carry on. And he will lose the family. And maybe he's concerned about the family unit. And you know what's disturbing? The person and the people who have sent in the word whipped with the other word before it. If I read that story out and that was a woman saying that a man was financially controlling, you wouldn't dare send in that text. And one of those is sent in by a woman. You wouldn't dare send that in. You would feel sorry for her. But because it's a man, he's whipped. Is that it? Oh, right, okay. He should know better. Is that it? He should be, He should stand up for himself because he's a man and he should be macho and all that kind of carry on. I understand. I get you. But your advice is not, not very helpful because he doesn't want to lose his family. And it does beg the question about whether you should have a joint bank account, whether you should always have separate accounts. I mean, years ago, the done thing when you got married, yes, and I don't see anything wrong with it, is having a joint bank account because I believe when you marry somebody, you share everything and there should be no secrets. I know somebody, for example, who's married 20, 30 years and they have separate bank accounts and neither one knows what the other one has in their bank account. I don't believe that's a relationship. But then you have the other extreme where they do have a joint bank account like this particular couple. She's controlling all the money and he has to go cap in hand every time he wants money. Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087 Have you ever been in a situation where you feel you've been financially controlled? Uh, let me go to Donald. Donald, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Donald? How are you doing, Nigel? After saving me for that show. Oh, I've saved you from what? I was bored and I ended up watching Clear City. Oh, Lord, merciful God. Oh, uh, Jesus I put a sick needles in my eyes and well, joking and they're cold to the world's end. Remember the old blues years ago? There was better acting. In the early <laughs> man used to come around the big support of the Do remember that? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, to be honest with you, a uh, little house in the prairie is far better than Fair City, I would imagine. Oh, Jesus Christ, does that mention? But anyhow. Look, like, you're dead right what you're saying. This man obviously loves his kids. Donald, you're breaking up a little bit. Run up the stairs or into another room, sorry. Yeah, I tell you, you're dead right. This man does love his kids. Yeah, he does. Hello? Yeah, he does. He does, yeah. Yeah, he loves his kids, yeah. But the day is going to have to come now where he's going to have to just bite the bullet and he's going to have to take money out of the bank, go away for a drink for each other. I tell you what, Donald, I'm going to have to get you back. I've got to get Lena to ring you back because the line, for some reason, is appalling and you're kind of breaking up badly. Um, okay, loads and loads of messages coming in. Uh, Liz, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Liz? Hi, you know. Um, Liz, I mean, that, that's a pretty sad email, isn't it? <laughs> God, it's very soul-destroying, really, to be honest with you. Um, like, my look, chances are that she's not going to leave anyway because he's the one who's making all the money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the chances are she's not going to go anywhere. And, you know, more... But why more would, yeah, but why would she go anywhere? She has everything she needs. Well, that's it. And more times than not, it's probably... It's more the confrontation that he's probably uh, more afraid of than, than, than the outcome of a really. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, if you let someone away with something for so long, they tend to just run with it, you know? And, I mean, maybe if he has that conversation, and just a frank conversation, to be honest with you, I mean, he is a grown man. I mean, he should be entitled to win to his account when he needs money and to do what he needs to do. But she, she you know does I mean? sound like a controlling woman. Oh, she does, yeah. No, but listen, man, people are controlling if you allow them to be controlled. I mean, you can only be controlled if you allow yourself to be controlled as well. I mean, there has to be some self-responsibility now as well, now. He's a grown man, right? You know, like, I mean, like, he's a grown man. You know, she has to... Look, I, I mean, I have a friend, so I, even, I think I told you this before. I mean, she met a fella. He owned his own taxi company. Yeah, he had his own home. He had, and he had his own... Um, yeah. He doesn't have any of that now. He's just getting the sniffing off. He, has nothing. he doesn't know nothing now anymore. He's just like completely, and he's just alone. Like, it's so soul-destroying to watch someone like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he is a man. 
you have to stand up and take control. But, but see, when I when I look at the text coming in, and the first thing that people were saying was they used the word whipped. Obviously, the other word before it, but they used oh. the word whipped, right? But if that, if I read out that story and that was a woman saying that this oh, was happened hell. to her, yeah, it would be awful. Oh God, love her. Oh, she should oh, get yeah. out. No, yeah, I mean, and people would be giving advice. They wouldn't be calling them names. You see, he would have been one of these guys earlier on, like that just wanted to please and give her everything, and and now she's she's actually taking advantage of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's absolutely taking advantage of that, of what he's of his good nature and what he's got to be in deal. So, I mean, for me personally, the conversation has to be had. You say this is the way it's going, and I can guarantee you, won't you? Chances are, ninety percent, I won't say she's going anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's the one that's bringing in the money and providing for her. So, what's she going to do if he goes? He goes? So, I mean, and you know what? Well, she probably respect him now. She probably will respect him a lot more if he does really just stand up for himself. You know, I mean, look. At the end of the day, I know you said she is controlling and stuff like that. Pierce can only be controlled if you allow yourself to be controlled. That, I, I, I don't necessarily... I know, I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying, Liz, right? And yes, you have to allow yourself to be controlled. But I, I think sometimes sets of circumstances can be different. And I think the worry, the worry in his mind is if I try to rock the boat here, if I do anything wrong, or if I step out of line and don't accept the way I'm being treated... That'll be the end of this family because that's what she wants. That's the end of this family. That's not going to happen because he's in and all the money. So, I mean, she wants to live off then. Our maintenance every week mm-hmm. or every month. That's not going to be, I mean, he'd have, at least he'd have a wage. But, I mean, that's not going to happen now. Women like her don't, you know what I mean? They know where that bed is, but they're, they're no, sorry, well, 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 taking advantage. Well, let me just go back to Donald for a second. I have him back there. Sorry, Donald. I don't know what yeah, happened well, to Look, no, I tell you, the story with my woman and me now. I have my own joint account, and Geraldine has her own joint account, but we also have a, our, we have a joint account and we both have our own account. I don't know what Geraldine has in her bank. Do you know? Right, millions. And I don't have millions. But we have a joint account to pay our bills and all that. And that's fine. Geraldine has her own dependents if she wants to go away and buy but, but does she not know how much you have in your bank account and you don't know how much she has in hers? Yeah, no, we don't. But, but, we don't care. But that, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. But why? Because I, I shouldn't, I don't believe there should be any secrets in a marriage. It's not a secret. I don't care what money she has. I don't care what money she has. I don't care what money she has. We pay yeah. our bills, and when we want to go out, we go out. Mm. That's the problem. Like I don't. I mean, she, she's not. I, she's not saying. The says to me, "Oh, what do dear even to find out what I have in the bank?" I don't care what she has in the bank. But Liz, I mean, when you were married, Liz, and I know you're not. Well, no, listen, I also agree that, like, say, some kind of big life event is coming up, you know, or a big expenditure is coming out of the past, just the regular bills or things like that. And I mean, we have to figure out what's in, the, what's in each other's um, accounts. I mean, absolutely, I don't think they should be out and held back, you know. But I definitely want my own accounts, I definitely want my own money, and I definitely don't want anyone knowing everything about me either. So, so if you were married again, Liz, right, you're, you're going to have your own bank account, and you don't believe. And then a joint account. So it's uh, and, a, and a joint account that you would both put money into, you know, to pay the bills, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, but you, but you like don't that. believe that your partner needs to know what's in your account? Needs to know every penny, you know, but I mean... Why? Why? No, I'm not saying I allow me either, you know, I'm not saying I'd keep it. For, I mean, listen, if the conversation ever arose, that, like, you know, there was a big expense going out of the house, like a huge expense, you know, and we need to know what was in each of the accounts, fine. I mean, Uncle Dan, I don't know why you was running around your partner. What's in your, what, how much money have you got? Where Marty, let me ask you this yeah, one. Yes, I don't. Marty, let, let me ask you so, Okay. So if, if, you're, if you moved in with your woman or whatever and she had more money in the bank, do you think she should pay for more stuff or something? Or, you well, know? No, no, no. I don't, I don't get what you mean. I don't get what you mean. What I'm saying is just because you're in a relationship, you're still an independent person. 
Well, you're, well, you're not really, no. And that shouldn't change. You, you, no, as a person, you're independent, obviously, because yeah, love, yeah, yeah. love of marriage is about freedom, right? But what, what, no, but what I'm woman. saying is, your finances are not yours. They're ours. Isn't that yeah, the way no, it works? Yeah. No, no, like, you open the joint account. What? You open the joint account and you pay your bills. You pay your bills. Well, maybe that's your way of doing things. And you put it in together, and then, like, if one is coming short, then everyone obviously say, Well, geez, but you know, I, mean, I don't know, I don't know how you actually ask somebody how much have you got in your bank. I mean, we no. oh, I think it's controlled. Yeah, well, okay, somebody did text in, by the way, and said there seems to be more to the story considering they're not having an intimate relationship. Well, yeah, in the email he did say there isn't that much intimacy. It seems to be a marriage, I'm not going to say of convenience, but maybe they're more like flatmates, so to speak. Uh, some of the messages, by the way, coming in on WhatsApp as well in relation to it. Niall, I just listened to your article there about that guy and his wages. Um, realistically speaking, he needs to grow a pair and stand up for himself. Yes, he is being bullied. But the only way to stand up to a bully, or to, to get back at a bully, is to stand up to them. And say, yes, this is my money, and this will be your money. And there's no other way around it. Well, I'm glad he, my thoughts. I'm glad he pulled in while he had them read out the message. Because you can hear his indicator going, or his hazard lights going. Um, but I, I get the point you're making. And everybody is kind of saying that, that he needs to grow a pair. Uh, but see, we wouldn't be... We, yeah, but hang, hang on, both of all of you. If this, if we were all reverse this, you wouldn't be saying this. You wouldn't turn around to a woman who has been coercively controlled or financially controlled and say she needs to grow a pair. You'd be oh, all feeling I sorry for her. Saying, no, no, I like to be saying. What? Me and Tommy should be in that situation. I don't want to leave nasty that going. Really? Of course, I would absolutely tell her. I mean, these are grown ass uh, You know, we're all grown. We're all. You know, I mean, look, if you let things like that to happen to you, you do tend to happen. I mean, I have, an, I have a friend of mine, she's an awful victim. I've never heard the most shite from that one person out in my life. I mean, I'm looking at some of the messages coming in. Somebody says, it's soul-destroying for him. He needs to seek professional advice separately and also marital advice. My son was in a relationship with a narcissist and it does drag the man down and depression can set in. Over time, he got uh, the right advice. He would eventually be able to speak up for himself. Okay, maybe professional advice. Let me go to Stephen. Stephen, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Stephen? How are you, Noel? Good. Stephen, I mean, it's a sad letter. It absolutely is. It really is. Like, myself and my wife, we like we tried the joint accounting years and years ago when we first started living together. And it didn't work for us to start off with. Now we just sort of... And why didn't it work? I'm just curious. Why, why didn't it work? It just didn't work because we, we, we lost track of everything. Right. To be honest with you. So what we did instead is we now divide and conquer. So I'm in charge of... Like, mortgage comes out of my account. The weekly shop comes out of mine. Um... For her to be like um, the electricity bill, the gas bill, the telly, internet, all that kind of stuff. It's just divide and conquer. And then we've got sort of allowed ourselves an allowance for ourselves with the remainder with some for savings. So we actually have a budget. And we stick yeah, but do you, do, you know, do you know how much your wife has in her bank account? No, I don't mean to the penny. Like, oh, no, I do. Okay, I do. and I she know. knows how much is in yours. Yeah, because we're a team. We're part of the marriage. Well, yeah, but, but Donald says they don't need to know. That's Donald's opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But what worked for him didn't work for me. This is working for myself, my wife, and we're very happy. Now, you know, now, is, now, in fairness, both of you are working. This is this ladder is a slightly different situation where he's the yeah. only one bringing in money here. This is this is where this is where, I was going, where it changes for me. Now, and it doesn't matter if the sex of the person not working, whatever it is, the person who's not working 
should be allowed to budget, but it to sort of be a case of, well, here's the money for that, here's the money for that, here's the money for that. And the fact that it's a joint account means this woman seems to have control and is holding it over the husband, especially if there's kids involved. I've seen from friends who've been in a similar situation with uh, an overbearing partner, um, whereas, oh, well, I'm at home all day looking after the kids, I'm shattered and I, I should have this, that and the other. And it's awful. But the fact that, that, that he has no control, he, like, everyone says grow a pair, it's not the right phrase to use, if I'm honest with you. If he's making the money and he wants a paradigm shift, so to speak, he needs to put a bit of work in, change the bank account into his name and say, right, take control of the situation himself would give her the money to sort of look after the family. That way but yeah, but that, that goes back to the old days, like when your dad used to come home, you know, every two weeks when they got paid or every month when they got paid and give your mom the money for the messages. You know, I mean, and that wasn't the right answer either because that was then the opposite way. You're controlling, you're kind of almost plumossing some poor woman by giving her a few quid when she needs it. Uh, you know, so I don't think that works either. There has to be equilibrium. Well, there's no, there's, I don't really think there's a happy medium here. Like, there's going to be a case because the, it sounds like the, the relationship is getting very a bit toxic. If I'm honest with you. Well, she sounds like a this wife sounds like a complete utter control freak. Well, and a narcissist, but it sounds. We can say that all we like. We're only we're only hearing one side of the story as well. Well, I mean, the very fact that he says that he has to go to her like a child and ask for money, I might get a fifty. This is if he's going out for a social occasion. I might get a fifty, but usually I'm handed a twenty. And if he spends it too quickly, or if he spends his twenty mentions earlier on, she just ask him if he asks for another twenty, maybe during the week for petrol or his leap card. She'll turn around to him and say, "Where's the last twenty I gave you?" Yeah. Now, I, now, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I used to work in a, in, in a debt collection agency. I'm, I'm one of them people. Right, okay. Who was, who was um, phoning people saying you have to pay this bill or else, unfortunately. That was the job I was in when everything, the downturn happened and all that kind of stuff. And that's the job I got yep. to keep a roof over my mm, head. Yeah, well, somebody has to And I it. would hear these stories fairly frequently about husbands and wives or girlfriends and boyfriends who were hiding a substantial debt from other people. Mm. Don't send a letter to my house because I don't want my husband knowing about this. That could be what's happening here. We don't know. We're here on one side of the story. It, this could be panic stations kicking in. It could be very similar to the previous story you're talking about, Jermaine, at the, at the Christmas party. And it could just be very aggressive and shouting, well, oh, it's all in your mind. Why are you doing this? It's just sort of... Well, we, we're, we're, in fairness, we're making, we're making a lot of assumptions here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm taking it verbatim from what he's saying, because that's all I can do. Um, because he yeah. did text in the other night when we were talking about gender roles and relationships. And that's that's why that kind of um, I, I spotted the email afterwards. But, I mean, he says here, you know, that it's a secret and he embarrasses him. And probably, you know, it does and emasculates him. And also he says, you know, about having to go to her. And that, to me, just sounds upsetting. And the very fact that he said, you know, that obviously I think from my point of view, I can see from this, he would leave her in a heartbeat. But he wants to but keep the family to together. Yeah. Yeah. Money is, money is awful. It is. I hate it. I have hated money for years. Because the world revolves around money, and as soon as it get money gets involved in a relationship, that's it. Mm. It's gone. And I've seen it happen too often. And I think what, ultimately, if he doesn't want to go with the paradigm ship to take control, take the reins and all that kind of stuff, the only other option that he has is what that seller on the WhatsApp message says, or what you were saying there before, is counselling. Talk, they need to, or even just talk more about it. If, if, and that, if, if it, that's the, the show he needs to get his life back on track, then 
fair play to him. Okay, but well, just before we go to the break, I want to go to Mary as well. Mary, you're in Classic Hits. How are you doing, Mary? Hi, Nye. Hi, Mary. Have you any advice for this guy? Because you, I think, were in a similar situation. Unfortunately, yes. Um, I, I can hear the empathy in that, in that email or text or um, whatever correspondence you had with that person, but I know what it's like to have to uh, prove every penny you have. So the relationship I was in was that he had money and I had nothing. And um, only for lying to the social welfare did I actually get money through my mother's guidance. And um, he didn't care as long as he had the money and if I had to ask for anything, like that poor man having to ask his wife. So you had to make a fake claim for a benefit just to get a few yes, quid? I had to. I had to. I had no other choice. I was left one Christmas with um, a storage storage heater um, um, ESB bill, and it was 600 euros. He put 300 euros up in the thing, and he didn't give a, excuse my language, he didn't give a fuck where I got that money. Okay, well, he didn't care. what language was in the day, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. And did, yeah. when he came home, when he got paid, did he, how often did he get paid? Monthly, weekly? Was it? Um, every, every month, and it was down to... Well, I pay for the intro, I pay for my car, I pay for this, I pay for that, I pay for whatever. But he didn't give a damn about what, what was needed for the house. Everything was, was down to... So that was down to you cut, to do that? Yeah, cutting down the bill. Like, if we went shopping, it would be half, the bill would be half, so I'd pay up my half. And y- even though you weren't get, earning any money? No, exactly, exactly. And if it was, if I remember I went to Dunn stores one day, and ladies' products, we called them, he would take them out and charge it to my side. Oh my! Yeah. Oh, that's Jesus. That's, that's bad. What a man, huh? He should be well proud of himself. Oh, horrendously, horrendously. Oh God! And had no problem. Like he could go drinking every weekend, but if I rocked up, he would be like, "What are you doing here? You, you, you haven't got that entitlement. You haven't got that." You haven't got that wish. How dare you? How and, dare and how, you? Do? I mean, obviously, from this man's point of view, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. How did it make you feel, Mary? You know, being in that relationship, which is financially. You see, I suppose when you're in hindsight, it's a fantastic tool, but not at the time. I assumed that this was normal. This was normality. This is when you're so, when you're when you're told you're when you're degraded and insulted and um, every horrendous word said to you, you end up believing it. So I can I can empathise with anyone that went through this to think and imagine that somebody would, would insult you and come back from work and say, Is it my imagination or does the house like look like a bomb hit it? But I was I was at the time minding children just to put a proof over my side of the house. Not mm. his side of the house, my side of the house. And he didn't care. He did not care. I mean that's that and how long were you in that situation for? Um, we lived together for over six years and I lost the plot. I said, no, forget it no more. I couldn't do it no more. But but at that stage... Um, I mean, it's dehumanising. I mean, you must have wake up oh, every morning. It must be dehumanising apart from anything else. I was a shadow of my, of my own self. My family did not know because I was shamed. I was physically, emotionally and embarrassed to even exist. And I would have the persona that everything was great in our world it wasn't it was absolutely but this, see this is what this guy says in the letter he says I know this all sounds great but I have a secret that embarrasses me as a man yeah yeah. so it's kind well, of I easy it's easy to say stand up I, isn't it 
you know? Yeah, like, it takes more courage to look for help than dig your head in the sand, I have learned. But, mm. you know, it's horrendous. I, I can, when I heard it, I actually stopped. I'm here at a friend's house, and I actually stopped, and I, I knew, I felt that own motion. I know what that man is talking about, but I'm the opposite sex. It makes no difference whether it's a man or a woman. It makes no odds. But at the same time, to feel like a lesser person than anybody else and have to prove where everything went. And God forbid if you lost money. God forbid, no. God forbid. I can tell you this much. It's not, Why it did, you, did, you, did you lose money at one point? I lost money one stage. Um, I, I was so in a state that I sent the rent to with the tax of my car and fair juice to the crowd in Cork. They rang me and said, you have put in way too much money into the thing. Right. And I had physically lost it. And only for the honest person that received that letter. I was but you, so but you were terrified to go back and tell him that you I couldn't lost. tell him. I couldn't tell him. I wouldn't. I'd forget about it. No way. Why, what would he do? What would he do if you oh, told him? He, he, he wouldn't lay a finger on me because he'd never leave a bruise. But it would be the emotional. It would be it, the financial. It is just the verbal abuse. But when you're told something long enough, you will end up feeling, you will end up believing it, no matter what you do, no matter what they say, and you just sit there and you take it, and you get harder and harder and harder as a person. And, and, and what, no like, like this guy, were you kind of accepting that because yeah. you wanted to save the family and keep the family yes, together? Yes, uh, m- my father left when we were young, and when I eventually got the courage to leave, my sister told me, go back. And I said, I'm not going back. Not that. I would rather be on my own. And she said, oh, it's history repeating itself. And that's what you were dealing with. Well, do, no, me, do, do, well, do me a favour. Stay there for a second because loads and loads of people are texting in. Please stay with me. Uh, keep texting. Uh, WhatsApping. The number is 87 uh, loads of people are texting and said, somebody said that's a horrific situation that woman was in but I can completely understand as a man I've also been in that situation with my ex-wife and it does seem to be something that affects both men and women uh, financial control let me know what you think alright keep texting keep whatsapping I'm looking at something the audio messages coming in by the way Niall he needs to get his own bank account have a salary paid into it and transfer money to her in the, the joint account and take control that way I, I would agree with you but it might be hard for him to do in that situation without, you know, rocking the boat, so to speak. And that's maybe what he's afraid of doing. Hi, Niall. You obviously misunderstood what I said. This lady is a bully. There's no two ways about it. And he needs to stand up to her. If he doesn't stand up to her, she will continue to walk all over him and bully him. And if it was a, a man bullying a woman or a woman bullying a man, I'd still seem, feel the same way. It's a bully. Okay, yeah, okay, I'd agree. Yeah, she clearly is a bully. Set up a new bank account. Go to HR, give them your um, new IBAN and IBIC number, and then his wages go into that new bank account. You don't need to, like, and then he can just give you through wire transfer. Pretty easy. See, it all sounds easy to say that, and I would agree with everybody, you know, but as Mary pointed out before the break, it's not as easy as that because you don't, I'm assuming, Mary, that you believe that you don't want to rock the boat. No, you end up telling him everything for the fear of the, the argument, for the fear who you were speaking to, who you were talking to, why you were at that little bit longer in the bathroom. In the, if, if, we were, if we went out, who were you talking to? What were you doing? No, that that I, sounds more than financial control. That's complete I, control. 
Oh, it's complete, yes. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It was. It was. Thank God. And, and did, I mean, when you were in that situation, did you realise, or is it only in hindsight looking back now, but did, did you realise I'm being controlled completely? Um, I was naive. Very, very naive. Um, I think it was the first person that I thought I truly loved. Mm-hmm. And he truly didn't love you. Not, no, not, 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 not as love no. goes. No, no, and it just got worse and worse and worse, and the snide, horrendous, um, bone-chilling um, insults that he did, it, it just rolled off his tongue like drinking a pint of water. It made no difference to him. Mm. His goal in the morning was to make my life as miserable as possible, and he did. And the only... Like, um, a friend of mine used to call when he'd go to work. They'd call when he was gone. They'd go again at lunchtime, just before lunchtime, because they just didn't want to be in the house. No one was allowed to call to me. Nobody was allowed to call oh to me. Oh, my gosh. No. I'm so no. sorry you went through that, Mary. That's, uh, you know, that's an awful relationship. You, you don't have to apologise. No, no, I know. I'm not, well, I'm yeah. not apologising, you know, yeah. that it's my fault. But I'm just... Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm sorry that it happened to you, because... That's an awful relationship. That's that's not a relationship. No, no, no. And it was only, as I say, in hindsight, and you look back and you hear other people's stories and then they regurgitate stories and it brings you back to that quivering, shaking, horrendous mess of a person you were at one stage. And, and would you I ever would, ask him, if you were short, now I know you said you yeah. obviously fraudulently collected money from the social yeah. welfare, and I can completely understand why you did that yeah. in this circumstance, right? Um, yeah. Not that I'm condoning it, by the way. No, but, but I would, know. Yeah, but I had no other choice. You had no I choice. Had no, 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 no I, and I understand that. I understand that. But when, when you needed money, say you were short of a few quid for maybe kids, for school or mm. I, whatever, you know, yeah. did you ever go to him with cap in hand? Um, yeah, but it was I would have done my level best to avoid, um, that. avoid that. I would try. I, I had. I obviously got caught a couple of times and had to ask, but it was just. It was down to the pen, the pencils and the biros, cut everything in two, and he didn't care which side he had done his part. Good luck. That's your. That's right. So you would rather two. you would rather cut one of the kids' pencils in two and and give them yeah. to the two kids rather than buying yeah. another pencil. You had to, you had no other choice. You had you you just lived um, frugally. You you had no you had no other choice. You you had this persona that everything was good in the camps and it was not. You, that that saying mm-hmm. street angel house devil is the only. Oh yeah, I know what you small, mean. Yeah, small. to to people on the outside, everything looked great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm happy. And then when I isn't he brilliant? It killed him. Yeah. It, I had that SSIA. Oh yes, yeah. And and that. That drove him absolutely berserk altogether. Because you had this money that he didn't have. Yes. I hope you. I hope you spent it on yourself, Mary. I, I bought a car. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, Mary. Yeah. Listen, listen, Mary. Thank you very much indeed, and I'm glad to hear that things are you're away from that situation now. Thankfully. Yes. All right. Thanks, Mary. And maybe that's some good advice uh, for that chap who sent in that email who was listening to us. Loads of people texting. My heart goes out to that man. The person says, "No, I understand what that man is going through. I'm in exactly the same situation. I have a very controlling wife who doesn't let me spend any money." Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.